This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Welcome back to the WOMED. This one goes out to all the dentists and dental students out there. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but please don't forget to brush your teeth while in quarantine. Today, I'm joined by Aliyah Pringle Aleem. She is on her journey to Doctor of Medicine in Dentistry and has a major passion for aesthetic dentistry and smiles. I've been following Aliyah for a while now. We met through FIGS and, fun fact, cartwheel down a hill together. I think I might be one of the few people who actually loves going to the dentist. I really, really love getting my teeth cleaned. And I'm so excited to talk teeth. And all of you students out there, I've been thinking about you all a lot, especially those that should be or are about to be graduating in the next couple of weeks. I'm really curious to know how COVID has affected dentists as well as dental students and what the remainder of y'all's dental programs will look like. Hopefully, y'all can commiserate on this episode. All right, for today's nursing Energy Moment, Abby wrote in to tell me about a really powerful moment she had. She writes, I work on a COVID unit, and just about every other shift, I'm either helping with an intubation or performing end-of-life care for my patients. It's been so hard to find a reason for all of this. Last shift was the first good one in weeks. Not because I didn't lose a patient, but because I got to set up their iPad for their last goodbyes, and my team let me sit and spend time with my dying patient. Knowing they left with dignity and having seen their family was incredible especially since we typically haven't had time in most ships to get to know each patient. Abby, thank you so much for sharing that beautiful and powerful act. That is an irreplaceable gift that you've given those family members and your patient. Thank you for all of your hard work. Keep the NDE moments coming, y'all. I love reading them, and it's so important to keep sharing light, love, and kindness in these dark times. All right, everybody, welcome back to the WOMED. Today, I'm speaking with Aliyah Pringle Aleem. I'm so, so excited. I love teeth. Aliyah, I don't know if you knew this about me. <laughs> okay, I did not know that about you. <laughs> no, I'm obsessed. Like, like I, I saw in your profile that like you're very, very passionate about people's smiles. And like a smile is one of the most attractive things that I look at on a guy. It is, yep. Yeah, because it, well, I mean, A, it signals to me that they take good care of their oral hygiene, and that's very important. <laughs> I know, I know. It's one of those things that you don't realize how important it is until it's not there or until it's, like, messed up. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, it matters a lot. And I actually just tweeted this out a couple of days ago, and I was like, hey, I don't know who needs to hear this, but get a new toothbrush. <laughs> Thank you. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> and like oh every time, every time I get sick, I switch out. I get a brand new toothbrush. I'm switching those things out at least like every two or three months. 
you should be switching them out at least every three months. Okay, good. I'm doing it right. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, Aaliyah is a dental student. um, So I've been really... Man, this the whole COVID crisis has really thrown a wrench in students' lives across oh the world. So, oh my god, what's it been like for you? Because you're very close to graduating. You're supposed to graduate this year in May. In May, yeah, yeah, in May. Um, so yeah, COVID has completely um just turned everyone's world upside down. Um, including graduating seniors who were supposed to be done um in like a month so uh right now our school our university okay first off I'm so so proud of how my university is handling this um because they are trying so diligently to make sure that we still graduate on time and that is huge like they don't have to do that they could just say you know let's just see where everything is in a couple of months and sorry but um no they're really just trying to get everyone um, dental students, I can't speak for other colleges, but dental students at least are trying to still graduate in May. And so I'm very appreciative. Yeah. Super appreciative to them. I guess I don't really know what the whole dental, I don't know what it looks like to be a dentist. You're the first dentist that we have had on the podcast. (gasps) Really? Yes. Oh gosh, I'm so honored. (laughs) Yeah. Which which is weird because I love teeth so much. So I'm really excited. I don't know how many times I can talk about teeth on this podcast. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. fine. We're fine. fine. We're all fine. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So what what has your path been like to becoming a dentist? Okay, so my path was a little bit um, topsy-turvy, windy roadie. Yeah. (laughs) So I (laughs) – I. Um, majored in undergrad in journalism and mass communication. And so I had a thought to be a multimedia journalist. I was going to be writing news stories and things like that. Um, and then I kind of also wanted to be a dentist. (laughs) And so (laughs) one of these things is not like the other. That's fine. (laughs) I know. And so I minored in chemistry. So I was taking all of these like hard science classes, orgo, biochem, all of these things, in addition to like the classes that I thought were so much fun, which was multimedia journalism, writing, news writing, like how to gather data, all that stuff. And so um, I just kind of wanted to keep my options open. And I was like, why can't I do both? Like, I really had this thing growing up, like, no one's going to box me in. I yes. can do what I want. So <laughs> yes. I'm going to major in both. <laughs> um, and so uh, I went ahead and I did my master's in health communication um, at Georgia State. And so I was figuring out how to, like, compile, like, super complex data and make it easily tangible for the average person. Just, mm-hmm. like, how can I package data that's, like, science-related into yeah. ways that people can understand? And then I did and then I did dental school after that. And so um, now, if you see my Instagram page, like, it's kind of combining these two worlds of, like, taking dental I information. Just, <laughs> I was just going to say that. I That's... <laughs> It's so apparent your two passions in your Instagram page because you you do you, all of your your tooth Tuesdays are so fascinating. 
I love them. <laughs> Thank you. The, <laughs> I really, I really, I love, I love the data on it. It's, it's so great. And you've done a really beautiful job with your social media platform in that Thank in combining you. those. Yeah. So that's been like my journey in a nutshell, like combining those two worlds and then still just like wanting to make a positive, like health impact difference in like the dental community as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So what is, what does dental school look like? Like, do you guys have clinic rotations? Do you get to, I know you really have a passion for um, aesthetic dentistry. Is that something you have to go in at the beginning be like, no, this is going to be my specialty or focus, or do you guys just have a broad spectrum and then you go to school for an extra couple years for, for yeah, that's exactly it. That's okay. exactly it. So, um, depending on what specialty you want to be in, um, then you'll have additional schools, schooling, um, excuse mm-hmm. me. So just to start off, you have four years of dental school. Um, okay. so four years you have, um, like maybe a year and a half of didactic or maybe two years of didactic, which is just learning the sciences of the entire body. So like we learn the health sciences, just like every other um, health like profession, professional. So um, then after that, um, or kind of like alongside that, we're also learning the specialty of oral health or of, or of oral anatomy, head and neck anatomy, um, disease control of like the oral region, pathology of the oral cavities. So like mm-hmm. everything is very, very focused alongside of our other health science classes. And then in addition wow, to that, we're so also cool. learning hand skills also. So I don't know about you, but I never had like, I don't know, like a miniature handpiece of like how to do <laughs> dentistry when I was a kid. Like it, not like <laughs> I had never picked this up. I was like, what are you talking about? So this is a completely new hand skill or like a set of skills that you would have to learn in addition oh, to I learning bet. all of your other stuff too. It's a lot going on, but it's a lot of fun as well. <laughs> it's a lot going at you, but it's fun. Um, and so then our last two years of dental school um, are completely dedicated to patient um, care. So then that's when we move into the clinic setting. We see real patients. We have real cases. We are doing actual dentistry on patients for the last two years of our dental school. So the first two years of practice, working on a mannequin, learning all that health sciences. Last two years are patient work, working with patients, how to manage patients. And then after that, if you say, you know what, I really like doing root canals, or mm-hmm. I really like um, doing surgeries, or I really like uh, kids, you can specialize. And those specialized um, programs usually last maybe from a year and a half to two, maybe three years after um, your four years of dental school. Is that but like for an a, internship yeah. or, or it's just no, straight it's just, up extra? It's just like a residency, like okay. how med students have to finish and then they go and they find a residency. It's the same mm-hmm. kind of concept. So okay. you're, you're still a student, basically, but you're like a student resident um, at that level. And then you see more complex cases and all of that stuff. So you like kind of go one step past general dentistry wow. to become a specialist in your field. You can do oral maxillofacial surgery. You can do periodontics. You can do endodontics. You can do orthodontics like braces and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Cool. So how Sorry, that was a lot. (laughs) No, I love it. Keep the information coming. 
So how much, so was it about a year extra for aesthetic dentistry? So as of now, there is not a specific um, kind of track that um, kind of lays out aesthetics as like a specialty. So okay. what you do when you're in, in school is like you kind of shoot for those aesthetic cases. You try to get as much um, exposure to the aesthetic cases as possible. And then once you graduate, you can take CE courses, continuing education, specifically dealing with aesthetic cases, um, really trying to like, um, just kind of like put more tools in your toolbox to be able to do these aesthetic cases. But it's yeah. not like a residency program, like Prost or Indo or Ortho. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, how has that all kind of been affected? Because are you still seeing uh, patients in person with um, COVID or has that all kind of been put to the back burner? Yeah. So for now, everything's kind of paused except emergency cases or cases that are um, in process with um like I guess like at an irreversible state so that's meaning like Mm -hmm. if we have some crowns out there that we've prepped but that are now in temporaries Mm -hmm. we try to get those crowns cemented so that the patients aren't in temporary crowns for an extended period of time because we don't want something else to pop up um due to that happening or if a patient is in pain swelling if they need an endo like we try to get um those patients in to get them out of pain as much as possible and then um just kind of go from there but as of right now, it's just emergencies and like in process cases are being seen. And that's wow. it. Yeah. This is so fascinating. So what's the craziest thing that you have had to fix? The craziest thing I've had to fix. Oh wow. Okay. So this was like just your kind favorite of story. Too. Yeah. Ooh, but those aren't the same. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, give me both. Give me both. <laughs> okay. So my favorite, favorite case that I fixed was um, a husband and wife pair came in and the husband um, had a lot of health complications. Um, he's been in a wheelchair for a few years. He had a stroke. Um, a lot of just a lot of health complications that have left him in a really bad state. And his wife, who's been like the caretaker for him for like a number of years. So her health was kind of like placed on the back burner to take care of him. And so they both came in wanting dentures, like complete dentures, just wanting to do it. Um, And I was able to deliver both of them dentures and the wife's pair came out so good. It was so good. Um, but unfortunately we couldn't, um, do the, the husband's bottom pair, um, Mm -hmm. because he ended up having, um, more health issues. Um, and he was Mm -hmm. no longer to be, be our patient anymore. Um, so yeah, so we kind of had to kind of stop midway, but we were able to at least do the wife's, um, top and bottom denture. It looked so good. She was so happy. Um, yeah, that made me so happy. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, because like you can literally <laughs> transform someone's face. Like she looked like a completely different person, and wow. I was just so happy. Yeah, it was oh, such a good story. I oh, love it. <laughs> I think now more than ever, our mental health has been put to the test. From those of us working on the front lines to those staying at home to keep others safe, it all affects our mental health, and we need to be aware of that. 
A friend just told me about BetterHelp, and I really feel like this will bridge the gap for a lot of medical professionals like myself. Sometimes it's hard to find the energy to go back to work and speak with an employee assistance program. BetterHelp provides safe, online contact with a licensed counselor who specializes in areas like depression, anxiety, grief, LGBTQ matters, relationships, and trauma, and many others. Say you had a really difficult shift. You can message your counselor and get timely, thoughtful responses, as well as schedule a video or phone session. Everything is confidential, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. With BetterHelp, you are connected to more resources, and you can have your sessions from the comfort and safety of your own home. I can't stress enough how much our mental health is being impacted during COVID. As healthcare workers, we often put our needs last, but our health is equally important and can affect our ability to care for others. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It is an online counseling platform where you're matched with a personal counselor that fits your needs. If you don't mesh with them, you can switch at no cost. I really want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash wellmed. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash WOMED today. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. That kind of reminds me of um, there was an episode of Queer Eye and one of the... Um, women that they were helping out on this episode had like a really bad kind of, I don't know if it was, I hate, I, I don't know if this is the politically correct term in um, dentistry, but like a snaggle tooth type situation and was mm-hmm. like missing some teeth. So like they were, yeah. you know, just definitely not in the right spot. And she was so self-conscious that like she mm-hmm. would never smile. She would barely open her mouth to talk oh. and they um, paid for her to get like a whole set i think it was of veneers or like yeah it can be veneers and yeah 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 it can be veneers sometimes crowns bridges like a combination of all of them depending on like what the patient you know can afford or sometimes like just kind of the bone what the bone will be able to support so yeah yeah but it was one of my favorite episodes like she just she saw her new mouth and she was like she was transformed this woman was completely transformed I sobbed. I was like, she, she's a new human. Like, she feels like a brand new person. Yeah. You really that's do. That's such a special gift. And I that's love one of, it. That's one of the things that you're really passionate about is smiles. I am. I am. I currently have braces now. And, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, when I first got them, I would not be smiling. I would be, like, covering my mouth. Even though I'm in dental school and, like, this I've done, I've given people braces before. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh no, like, oh, this looks so weird. But 
as time went on, I got used to it, but like it completely can either like make your confidence soar if you're feeling mm-hmm. good about yourself. You know, you're like, oh, I look cute. My smile's good. Hey, what's up? You're just smiling <laughs> in everyone's face. But like yeah. if that ever falters, oh, it can be so damaging. So mm, I just want to give that to my patients to like help them. That's such a beautiful gift. Is that kind of like along where like one of the craziest like mouth to fixed because you you told me about um the woman like the wife and stuff that you were able to do her dentures but you said yes. they weren't they weren't the same the craziest case wasn't as oh, the same the as your favorite case, case was um I had someone come in she was young like a young woman maybe like mid-20s she came in and um you know she she when she was explaining you know why she was in today she was kind of like covering her mouth and I couldn't really see like what was happening, but on the front tooth, um, a while ago, she had fallen, cracked it, um, started to go to the dentist to like get a crown, um, but never finished, never followed through with it just because Mm -hmm. some like clerical things happened and she ended up getting lost in the shuffle. And so then she had made herself a tooth. And so I was like, exactly. Oh no. like what is going on um and so she kind of like fashioned it she said that she bought some stuff off amazon and kind of just like made it into the shape of a tooth and so like i have to give her her props okay because i wouldn't know what to do if i was just a like a civilian i don't know like a patient out there like missing a tooth i wouldn't know what to do but like i wouldn't either right but she found something she made it into the shape of it kind of and it wasn't the same color but I was just kind of like what where do I even start and so we were able to um remove it make her an actual temporary out of actual dental materials and it looked so much better she was so happy and so like that's one of those cases that are kind of now put on pause because COVID Mm. (laughs) and so I was so Mm -hmm. looking forward to like giving her the the final crown because right now she's just in a temporary But even the temporary looks so much better. So much better. Oh, my God. That's amazing. When do you see that shifting? Like, are you guys, like, on any sort of timeline to where you can start seeing some of these, um, like, non-emergent patients or... Um, as of right now, um, our university wants to open um, May 4th, I think. May 4th or May 5th, okay. um, depending on what the state of Illinois um, says is okay. Like Because right now, everything's shut down. Um, and the ADA said to not um, do any type of elective procedures or really just no procedures at all until April 30th. And so oh, wow. once that's lifted, then the mm-hmm. clinic will open. But it's really just contingent on like, is Illinois going to open back up? Will the ADA change the recommendations? We're just all kind of just hanging in the balance, just hoping for the best. How has Illinois been handling the whole COVID crisis on a whole? Are you guys on a stay-at-home orders and stuff too? Yeah, we've been in shelter in place for about two weeks now, I think. Okay. Um, like officially through the state. Um mm-hmm. I like the way Illinois is handling it. I yeah. I was kind of impressed with how fast uh, 
the governor kind of stepped in and said, okay, we're going to do shelter in place. This is even before the numbers got super bad. Um, mm-hmm. I think this was, we, we were maybe at like about six or seven deaths. Like, I'm sorry if I'm mistaken, but like we, the number of deaths weren't high at all. And he was like, yeah. we're doing shelter in place. And I think that's kind of the reason why our numbers haven't kind of skyrocketed yet or I'm, awesome. I, I hope not even not yet like you know like I just hope in general it doesn't do that but yeah um yeah yeah I mean it's I I feel okay but sometimes it's weird because I, sometimes I forget that the entire state the whole city is on lockdown being in my yeah. house <laughs> yeah like I'm like I, oh like I'm at home like you know I don't know I keep waking up thinking it's um like the day before it actually is and then I panic <laughs> So I'm like, oh shit. It's <laughs> like I woke up today. I was like, I well, today I knew it was Monday. Yesterday I thought it was Saturday. And I was like, oh, I've got a whole day. Like I can like prex- prep some more things. And yeah, no, no. I know. Nope. Yeah. Comes at you real quick. <laughs> sure does. I wonder if that'll be if it's like a, a quarantine state of mind or something. It's gotta be. It has to be. All the days are merging into one big day. It's just been yeah. one solid day interrupted by naps and Netflix and snacks. And, and cookie it. dough. Yeah. And cookie mm-hmm. dough. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of cookie dough, I, I joke about having a sweet tooth a lot. And then I joke about it being like all of my teeth are like sweet teeth. Is, <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any correlation? What, how did, do you know how the sweet tooth um, saying came about? I'm just totally curious here. Is that something? I I don't think that the sweet tooth is like an actual medical thing. Damn. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I suffer from the same thing. I I really do. I'm really bad as a dentist. I can't believe it. But um, I do know that I've made kind of like, like I've bargained with myself a lot. I'm like, Aaliyah, you can eat like 10 Sour Patch Kids at a time only if you like swish with water or use your water pick afterwards and it kind of like balances everything out (laughs) it kind of balances everything out I'm like okay cool like all I gotta do is just brush my teeth at night and it'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) okay so do you have um like a job lined up after dental school um, so, uh, I just got good news, uh, like a couple days ago that I got a job offer and it's <gasps> yay! around, yay! and it's around the Chicago area. So I won't have Perfect. to move out of state. Um, but I'm still keeping, um, just kind of like my ear open or like my eyes open for something, mm-hmm. um, that might fit me and my husband's commute a little bit better. But I'm yeah. so, so, so happy and so thankful for this. Like, if nothing else comes along, like, it is what it is. And I'm just very excited to have a job lined up. I'm just so excited. Oh, my God. So, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it was yeah, stressing me husband... out, <laughs> Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I was stressed, too. I came right out of nursing school, and I just had it in my brain. I was like, nope, it's going to be NICU. And thankfully, that all worked out really well for me. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't have, you know, a husband to think about who's uh, a PhD. He's a he's a doctoral student, too, as well. Right. Yeah, he's a PhD. Yeah. He's actually doing okay. it in 
epidemiology, which is how diseases spread. And so this is his jam right now. Like, oh, fascinating. Yeah. Like studying how everything is unfolding. Yeah. Yeah. He's in his bag. He's definitely in his bag. (laughs) (laughs) So do do you guys have to, are you looking to stay in Chicago or is, um, could he possibly be, you know, transferred to, you know, Atlanta for CDC work or something when he graduates? Or is that something you guys are Honestly, have to worry about too? We, yeah, we're kind of just open right now um, because we understand that things will not be the same after this. Like no. everything has changed and we're not really sure how it has changed, but it's not going to go back to how it was before for sure. And so given the field that he's in, he may be needed other other places other than Chicago. Mm-hmm. He may be needed in Atlanta, like you said, with the CDC. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm going to open. Noom, noom, noom. Y'all, I've got a confession. I definitely have gotten off my healthy pre-quarantine track. It's frustrating and it's really hard not to overeat when, let's face it, I bought a lot of comfort food before hunkering down in my apartment and I'm bored. I had gotten off track with Noom and my coach, but you know what they reminded me? I am not alone in that. And a lot of people are struggling right now with fatigue and comfort eating, especially during this unprecedented time. There's zero judgment, only small steps to help me get back on track. I live in an apartment and in an effect to prevent the spread of COVID-19, they have closed our apartment amenities like most complexes have. One of my favorite things about Noom is the pedometer, an exercise tracker. Those are visual things that really help me track my progress. I started doing the stairs in my building and making laps around each floor, especially with a Lysol wipe in my pocket, but you can't exactly do a hard-hitting workout and run in place in my apartment since that's not respectful to my neighbors. Noom makes it easy to track your progress, and my goal for today to get back on track was to honestly log my food intake on the app which is super easy since they have the largest food bank to choose from, and you can scan and add your foods right into the app, all in less than 10 minutes. So today, my small goal was to take 10 minutes just to add my food to help me get back on track. And you know what? It's really helping me to feel productive while I am quarantined at home. Noom knows you don't have to change it all in one day, and they also know that small steps daily make for really big sustainable change and progress so what do you got to lose sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash wellmed again that's n-o-o-m dot com slash wellmed you are not alone in this quarantine overeating struggle i promise you that so go on check out noom you're gonna thank me noom.com slash wellmed Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Uh, what advice do you have for your fellow dental students right now or anyone thinking about a career in dentistry? Um, so for my fellow dental students, I just want to say, look, guys, just hang in there. Like, I know this is so frustrating and so annoying, like not having any answers and just having everything change at the last minute. But like, we are all experiencing the same thing right now. So like, you're not alone. I totally get it. And like, there are thousands of other dental students in your exact same spot. Um, so yeah, just hang in there and like, we got this. We're going to get through this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and for people um, wanting to become dentists, I get a lot of questions about entering into dentistry um, a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of those things that I kind of suggest like shadowing beforehand will be super important. Um, it'll be important because it'll let you know if this is even something that you'll be interested in. So like shadow your general dentist, shadow your orthodontist, shadow your prosthodontist, like just kind of get more experience being in the room. Um, because I knew after shadowing an endodontist, I was like, wow, I really probably don't want to do endo because it's one of them. It's, it's a very slow moving, um, procedure. I'll say that. And so it's, it's just a little bit, um, it's a little bit more tedious. So yeah, I would say shadow your dentist, um, to see if you want to do this or not. Um, also make sure that this is something that you, you're actually passionate about and that you're in it for the people and not the money because dentistry can be very attractive because you have the capability to make a lot of money and Mm -hmm. that's cool. But that should not be your main focus. Your main focus right. should be the patients. It should be the people. I say it all the time. I'm like, dentistry is the business of people. Like mm-hmm. the average person doesn't know what you're doing in their mouth. They have no idea. But they do know how you make them feel when they're in the chair. And so mm-hmm. um, I just think it's so important to like actually have a passion for helping people and really just have a passion for de- for dentistry in general. So yeah, those would be my two main That's things. Such <laughs> an important factor. <laughs> because it can I think that's probably why I love going to the dentist so much is that I've always had incredible dental experiences. You know, even if I had to have a cavity filled or you know, fillings put on or braces, I had braces too. Um but I had the same family dentist uh, since I, you know, had teeth, you know, up until I left Wisconsin yeah. um, and then found another great dentist down here in Nashville. Um, I just, yeah, it's definitely one of those things where you have to be passionate about what you do. Like you have to, you can see it all over just you can hear it in your voice personally, Ilya, and all of your Instagram page that you have a passion for people. You have a passion for educating them um, and making it less scary. 
you know, and I think that's a yes. really beautiful quality that you have. Thank you so much, because that's literally what I want to do. <laughs> like, I want to make this <laughs> not scary. Like, that's the whole goal, because people are terrified of the dentist. They are. <laughs> are they really are. Where do you think that stems from? Is it just from, like, really bad experiences or, or people not taking care of their teeth? or Honestly, it... I feel like dentist, like, okay, when you're, when you go into a dental chair, just mm-hmm. the nature of it, you are flat on your back, your arms are by your side, and your mouth is open, you're kind of leaning, like, in an awkward position, you can't see yeah. what's happening, like, it's a very compromising physical state to be in off jump, so, like, I get it, why yeah. people are like, this sucks, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's a little vulnerable, all your, your major organs are exposed. <laughs> it's so vulnerable, and so, like, I get why people don't want to be in the chair. Um, but also like people associate the dentist with pain because a lot of people don't go unless they are in pain and they mm-hmm. think the dentist represents a painful time in their life. They're like, oh, this is a, I'm in a lot of pain. This hurts. And now I got to go see this other person who's going to stick me with a needle and then they're going to do this and I'm going to be flat on my back. And it's just a, not a good experience. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. But I hope to like explain things so that people can understand why things are happening. And, and we're really, as dental professionals, we are not there to hurt you more. Like we mm-hmm. want to help you. So I'm- uh, Laughing gas is awesome. <laughs> Nitrous is so much fun. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I had a cavity, which I was, ash- I'm ashamed to admit because I love teeth so much and I love my own oral hygiene so much. <laughs> But it was about a year ago, and it was an old cavity, so it wasn't a new one, but they were, like, replacing, like, the the, the filling. And um, they gave me some nitrous, and I was like, I can't – I haven't had this since I was a kid. And I was, I was floating around the room. <laughs> yes. It was a fun time. Um, so but I definitely fun. had to take a minute before it definitely was out of my system, and I was like, I – I'm not going to drive for like an hour yet. I, I don't think that'd be wise. We had um, nitrous training on ourselves and it mm-hmm. was so funny because that's the first time that I had ever had nitrous, like ever. And so we paired up with um, like students in the class and we had to administer it to each other. And okay. so I'm giving it to my partner. His name is Amin. He is hilarious. And like, he's laughing and laughing. And I'm like, why is he dying laughing right now? Like, I just don't get it. Like, it's not going to have that effect on me. Like, he's silly. (laughs) Oh my God. Like there's video and I am, I am crying tears and I'm laughing at absolutely nothing. Like, like, there's nothing. There there are no jokes being told. I am just rolling like in the chair. It was so fun. But then they had to like scale it down. And then I was like, oh, I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a really great tool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what is your long-term goal for dentistry? Do you want to have like your own practice or what's your what's your goal? Oh my gosh. Okay, so my long-term goal is to eventually own my own practice. So I'm hoping that that happens. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to be working at federally qualified health centers. And so Mm -hmm. these centers are kind of put in place um, for patients with low access to healthcare, whether it's because they um, low income 
they're between mm-hmm. jobs. Um, they're in a rural area where the nearest dentist is like 35 miles away. Um, so many factors or just new immigrants who haven't really settled and they don't yeah. know where to find these health um, centers. Like we can mm-hmm. be kind of like a bridge to them. Um, so federally qualified health centers are where I'll be working. Um, it's a part of my scholarship with the National Health Service Corps. Um, but I was so happy to get that scholarship because it was literally combining what I wanted to do anyway. Um, I wanted to work in public health. I wanted to work with these populations who need it the most. And Mm so it was also a scholarship. So I was like, oh, cool. Sign me up. Let's get it. That's so cool. I love that. I love your heart, Leah. Your heart makes me (laughs) happy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We... (laughs) We, we need a little more more light and positivity during this time. So I appreciate you for delivering that. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. It's hard out here, but I'm trying. <laughs> uh, your Instagram. Um, how did that start taking off? Besides people like myself who love teeth. <laughs> um, I don't know, really. I don't know. Um, I didn't start this page with the with the um the intent to have it be public and like I don't know a Tuesday hub about dentistry and my journey I really didn't it started off as my personal page and I was just posting pictures about like what was happening like the transition from journalism to dentistry Mm -hmm. and then people started following me a little bit like that um and then I was like oh like by the questions that I would get in my dms like people are interested in this journey that I'm on and so I want to be able to help them. And so I was like, okay, let me try and like kind of organize this page into something (laughs) other than just like (laughs) pictures of like me, my husband and my cats. So (laughs) I- Hey, those um, are all wonderful things. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They are. Thank you. Um, So I uh, decided to kind of make it more focused on my dental school journey. Um, And then maybe about a year ago, I decided to start Tuesday. Now, I was really on the fence about this, but I had a friend who told me that she did not own floss. And so this is a friend that I went to college with, okay? She is smart. She's gorgeous. She's, like, well-educated, well-spoken, but she does not own floss. And I was like, Hmm. girl, this is so important to your oral health. (laughs) Yeah. So, like... I got so like the reaction was like so much bigger and I was like, whoa, where did that come from? And I was like, oh, I think, I think I need to maybe funnel this in a more like productive way because if there are people out there who like went to college and have these great jobs, but don't really take the time to consider oral health and what, Mm -hmm. what their oral health will look like in 15 years, if they continue to neglect it. Um, yeah. So many people are in the same boat, like so many. So I decided to start it just based off of that one conversation. And I was like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the response has been so fun and so cool. Like I have like a little niche group of people that like really rock heavy with Tooth Tuesday. <laughs> and That's I love them amazing. for it. <laughs> and I love them for it so much. Um, so yeah, it's just been really fun. Like people will send me products like, what do you think about this? Or like, I saw this in the store your suggestions. Yeah. And so like, I'm telling people, Hey, like I am in dental school. 
these this is this in no way shape or form like replaces you going to the dentist like every conversation needs to end with me saying you should go to your dentist (laughs) yeah but I do think it's important to brush you should also be flossing and this Mm -hmm. is what a root canal is like (laughs) very like yeah like very like basic information that you would get if you go to the dentist so I will say I am scared if I ever have to get a root canal. I'm very aware of everything going on in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All the sweet teeth, you mean? (laughs) Yeah, all the sweet teeth. (laughs) But on the floss thing, I, I, I get it. I was not a good flosser for years because it was so kind of cumbersome to get in there with regular floss. But yeah. those reach flossers, mm-hmm. this, this podcast is not sponsored by any sort of <laughs> any of floss right now. But we will be sponsored by other things. Um, but, I mean, if reach wanted to sponsor, that would be great too. Right. But those little – I mean, it's so easy. It's like a toothbrush. It's a long stick with the um, floss already in there. And you just – you move through your mouth so quickly. Mm-hmm. Flossing feels great, everybody. Get on it. <laughs> Or your gums will bleed. And I've seen that happen. I've I've, literally, there was one guy I went to college with. And oh God, I hope no one listens to this and sends that to him. But (laughs) I won't say his name. We were talking in in um in class once and I was like, oh my God, his gums literally just started bleeding. Like they're bleeding over his teeth just from talking. And I was like, you need to brush your teeth. You need to floss. You need to try and you need you need to. Yeah, I, I felt you got to get it like, together. You, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. People so. think that like they're gonna, if they floss and their gums bleed, then that means that they're doing it wrong and they need to stop flossing so that their gums stop bleeding. No. Mm-hmm. Folks out there listening, listen That's up. a myth. <laughs> that is a myth. <laughs> that is false. You, your gums bleed because you don't floss. Okay. And I promise Mm -hmm. you, I promise you, if you floss every day for two weeks, the bleeding will most likely stop. Amazing. That's it. And now you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. What's a, what's a big dental myth that you want to bust? Ooh, a big dental myth. Besides flossing and besides root canals not hurting, mm-hmm. um, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think, no. Mm, I don't know. I think the, the only one that I had that I wanted to bust was the root canals hurting because people think that getting a root canal done, it hurts. And it does not. It doesn't hurt? Okay. So, yeah, let me back that up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm scared of them. Because <laughs> I hear that they hurt so bad. <laughs> okay, so getting a root canal done should not hurt any more than getting a filling or getting a crown prep done. Okay. Okay. So the pain that's associated with the root canal comes from the pain of the infection before the root canal is done. So that bacteria that's just hanging out on your teeth, if it's left untreated or if left uncleaned away, it will burrow down into the middle of your tooth, into the core, into the nerve. And once that Mm. bacteria gets into the nerve, girl, girl, it hurts like nothing you have ever felt before. (laughs) It hurts a lot. 
And so a lot of patients report like they're not being able to sleep. It's constant mm-hmm. pounding. It hurts when they lay down. It's always painful. And so patients think that because their tooth is hurting and, and they need a root canal, then it, somehow they translate it into the root canal itself hurting. And that's not the case. Oh. That's not the case. So you get numbed. You're in endodontist who probably is so skilled at what they do will yeah. numb you up so good. It'll feel like you probably are just getting a filling done. But I will say this, I'm going to put a caveat on that. Okay. If the infection is so great, if the infection itself is so profound, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes you won't be able to get numb. So this is why I stress oh. so much to patients. When you start to feel pain in your teeth, do not wait because mm-hmm. As the infection gets worse and worse and worse and more profound and it spreads, you may not be able to even get numb. So <laughs> if you need a root canal, just a regular old root canal, it'll be fine. It'll feel like a regular filling is getting done and you won't be in pain during the procedure. Nice. Okay. I'm so, like, I'm so less scared now of anything ever happening. So yeah. <laughs> Any sign of tooth pain, go to your dentist. Just don't let them do it. Don't, don't, don't go to Amazon to try and figure out how to solve it. Go to your dentist. That's it. Just go to your dentist, please. <laughs> All right. So I really love doing this segment called Everything is Pulsable. Um, so if you could do anything in the world on top of being an awesome aesthetic dentist, what would you do? Okay, so I would, <laughs> I would try, wait, is money not an issue? Wait, is money, money not an is issue? Money is not an issue. Okay. Mm-mm. And also, you are do- not constrained to the US, like whatever. You, okay. The sky's the limit. Do I have a superpower? Sure. <laughs> okay. This makes what I want to do very easy. Okay, then <laughs> I would, I would like... No one's ever asked about the superpower before, so props to you. Okay, so taking my superpower of being able to speak literally all languages and dialects, I want to go to, like, every country and plant, like, I don't know, like, 20 trees or, like, their native tree or foliage and possibly also plant some wells um that's just it just like live life planting trees talking to people talking to everybody that's amazing (laughs) literally talking to everyone because it would be so dope um can i come with of course let's go girl okay awesome (laughs) all right (laughs) we're we're gonna we're gonna heal mother earth is what we're gonna do yes like that's I love trees and I was just telling this to my husband the other day I was like when mm-hmm. I was a little kid I would draw like doodle on my papers like test papers papers I had to turn in whatever I would always draw a tree <laughs> on it and I don't know why just like I in the corner that. and yeah. he's like yeah you're weird and I was like I know but <laughs> no you're not weird <laughs> thank you but that's what I would want to do that's so cool Ali, you have been an absolute bright spot in my quarantine day. Oh my gosh, you have too. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. 
Um, is there any last little bit of advice or anything that you want to say to the WOMED audience? Um, yes. One last thing. Um, okay. I think if you're out there and you're considering a career or a path in medicine and mm -hmm. you haven't necessarily, one, had many interactions um, with people who look like you or who like identify like you or um, maybe people have told you that you can't do it or you haven't really had great medical experience or like just encounters with medical professionals for whatever reason, mm -hmm. you can be that difference. You can, one, achieve that goal and you can be that difference for someone else. And so I think you should definitely take up the space in this field that you wish you had when you were a kid. Like, take up that space for someone else um, and just kind of be that example. And you absolutely can do it. That's you it. can't see me over here, but I am like fist pumping. <laughs> like, yes. 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 That was the most perfect message. Thank you. You're welcome. Gosh, we just all need to do it. We can all do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Aaliyah, thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at smile.lee, spelled L-E-E-Y. It's my name, Aaliyah, so I just made it short. Um, so yeah, smile.lee. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Aaliyah and I shared a ton of laughs on today's episode, and I really hope you guys are laughing and smiling along with us. Make sure to check her out on Instagram at smile.leey to get to know her more and follow along for Teeth Tuesday. As always, you can find me at The WOMED or personally at DM Mulpey and on Twitter at The WOMED Podcast. Please keep sending your NDE moments to The WOMED. And if you need to vent, vent to me. I'm happy to hear it. Happy to try and offer you any sort of support but your stories truly are so inspiring and I'm so happy to, get to share them and get your voices heard see y'all next week WOMED out ah mmm the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.